The time is 7 o'clock a.m. Earth time, February 2nd, 2030. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the PBNR Morning Show. I'm your host, Kurt Boswell, here at the PBNR Studios, hoping your morning is going swimmingly so far. We've got the weather coming up right after the news. It's 7.01. Live from PBNR News, I'm Buck Wheaton. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch has become America's 51st state, making it the second state made entirely out of trash. Natives of the island resisted assimilation, but as sea levels have risen, so too has the value of floating real estate. In the end, they were unable to stop the flood of American billionaires from establishing mega condos on the island, a settlement dubbed Colonial Billionsburg. The state will be renamed Trash Laska, and at press time, had caught on fire and sunk. President Gene Ray announced today that he doesn't exist. During a live press conference, he revealed that the real Gene Ray died 15 years ago, and that he is actually just a Twitter algorithm created by bored teenagers. The news comes as a shock to America's most gullible senior citizens, who were his largest body of supporters. Ray went on to say that he was pressured into running for president by brainface executives in the Institute for American Bamboozlement. Congressional leaders are disappointed by the announcement as they will be forced to return early from their six-month holiday break. At press time, Vice President Bush couldn't remember who succeeds the president and announced plans for emergency elections later today. For the first time in history, the presidential election will happen entirely through the social media app BrainFace. Nearly 90% of Americans have had a BrainFace brain chip implanted in their brain, which will cast their vote automatically based on their shopping history. For PBNR News, this is Buck Wheaton. You're listening to PBNR. PBNR is sponsored in part by the Gilliam Cameron Foundation, dedicated to broadcasting news backward in time in order to undo the present. And by Olive Garden. Take a running crap at a toilet with Olive Garden. Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family. And our family owes us money, so you can expect to pay top dollar for what amounts to garbage so we can get even. Moist breadsticks, flaky fish, and piping hot salads are all food we guarantee you'll see twice. Once while cramming it down before the health inspector takes away your plate, and again on the way home, battling to stay on the road while vomiting more than you ever thought possible. Or try our six-layer fried pasta surprise. It's like Chef Boyardee impregnated a rancid tub of butter who gave birth to a mutant ball of noodles, which we breaded, deep-fried, and beat you to death with. Abondanza. So come on down to Olive Garden, because when you're here, you're family. And that means we hate you. Hi, I'm Savannah Bell Rinkins. Join me later for a special emergency episode of America's Dupes Got Politics to decide the next president of the United States of America. Brought to you by Doritos. All right, folks, let's have a look at the weather for the week. 
Highs in the 80s, but things will get hot tonight as we break 100 degrees overnight with lows in the 20s, snow and sleet tomorrow. Thunderstorms, wintry mix, and tornadoes all predicted later this week, and we may start to see the edge of Superstorm Barry, which is currently dropping non-Euclidean hail over most of the Eastern Hemisphere. I've got a few daily alerts for you. First, emergency elections have been scheduled for this afternoon, but polling centers are closed due to the risk of voter fraud, so be sure to log on to one of your BrainFace accounts if you want to vote. The Fraternal Order of Police is holding a bake sale to raise money to buy peace tanks, peace gas, and peace guns in order to ensure that civilian protests remain safe for American corporations. And lastly, as I'm sure you've noticed, the 5,000-year cicadas have come up, and they are big. Watch out for the giant insects attempting to mate with your car. Later in the morning, we'll be airing this afternoon's presidential debate, courtesy of the Gilliam Cameron Foundation, so, as usual, now's your chance to change the future. But first, I think we all could use a good stretch. Let's pass things over to our new segment, 60 Second Stretch, with self-proclaimed yoga master, Diane McGillicuddy. Hello, and namaste to 60 Second Stretch. I'm your host, Prada Diane McGillicuddy. Most of us don't realize how stressful stretching can be, and that's why I'm here, to lead you through some relaxing exercises that'll soften your bones and unlock your ligaments. So, if you're driving to work, then it's the perfect time to get out of the car and stretch. We're gonna start things off in petulant beaver. beaver. Really push out and open up the back of your arms and move them in and out a few times. You're gonna feel a real resplendence here. That's a good thing. Just say hello to that feeling as we breathe in. <laughs> and out. <laughs> then we're gonna move into startled A. Startled A. Open up your chest, reach the top of your skull down through your neck and really take a moment here to welcome the day and say yes as we breathe in and out. <laughs> and now we make our way into constipated ghoul. constipated ghoul. Lean in, tuck up your back, and reach in and out with your spine. If you can do this with your heels on your shoulders, great, but if not, it's fine. It's fine. And breathe in. <laughs> and out. <laughs> and to finish up, let's take a moment to give thanks in a relaxing Deepak Chopra position Deepak Chopra. as we prepare to get back into our cars and replace all that stress we just removed. Thanks for joining me for 60 Second Stretch. I'm your host, Prada McGillicuddy. It's Truck Month this month here at Jim Rickman Chevy Ford and Lincoln, where we've got more sport trucks stacked backed up than ever before, set up and packed up with buck racks, duck sacks, and six packs galore, and with good luck and buck stacks, they can be yours. And guess what? The leftovers from the Elkton Novelty Demolition Derby have arrived with truck combos you've never dreamed of, amalgamated by high-speed heavy impact and sheer stupidity. I'm talking tow tankers, mail trailers, and flatbed refrigerators, drop frame log trains, pickup tractor panels, and 18 ice cream wheelers, trash fires, monster dumps, and semi-log box Conestoga Moon Rovers, all 
that and more packed into pricing packages available even to the likes of you. And these packages are loaded, and I do mean packages. Check out the Tura Truckin'. It's an F-150 stuffed in an F-1000 stuffed in an F-1 million. And if you can get them out, you'll get to keep the Jim Rickman collectible soda stein with your purchase of any two or more Tura Truckin' truck stuffed trucks, but only at Truck Month this month and only at Jim Rickman, Chevy Ford, and Lincoln right here on the Elkton Motor Mile under the big American flag. Hello and welcome to the America's Duke Scott Politics Presidential Debate brought to you by Doritos. Doritos, exercise your right to bold flavors this November with a dog-sized bag of cheese-dusted corn in new flavors, Cool Ranch Policy and Baja Budget Blast. I'm Jeff Steves, and with me tonight is Savannah Bell Rinkin. Hi! I'm very excited. How are you feeling, Savannah Bell? That's right, Jeff. And I don't know about you, but I'm very excited because we've got a great debate this evening. Now, as you know, our nation's billionaires had a very hard time picking today's candidates. But after several grueling days of searching, they were able to assemble the fine group of candidates that we have here tonight. They had to fudge a few rules, but heck, they get to make them up anyway. Let's take a look. Our first contestant for president is the beloved daughter of former president and known psychic vampire, Kanye West. It's 16-year-old North West. Miss West spent the last four years trapped in a grain silo she mistook for a college. As president, she vows to bring music back to America's hungriest cats. Then we have Senator Roy Superbug from Illinois. Senator Superbug is a drug-resistant virus created to destroy all life on Earth. Since his generation, he's earned a reputation as a staunch centrist and radical milk toast. As president, he vows to wipe out half the American population. And he also plays the jaw heart. Up next, we have a mop. From cleaning up messes at the Capitol building to being the dancing partner to no fewer than three American presidents, there can be no doubt of its experience. And our last contestant for president is, once again, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Senator Sanders died recently, but that won't stop him from losing the election. Bernie has a lifetime of political experience and a tax plan that isn't scrawled on a napkin. This will be his ninth futile attempt to bring free health care to the nation. One more, and he'll earn himself a free party pack of Doritos! Tonight's questions all come from Brainface and were written by spy bots designed to mimic Americans just like you. Brainface, America's preferred and only voting method in the 2030 emergency presidential election. That's right, Jeff. And we're about to head down to the floor where tonight's celebrity judge, Chip Taggart, is ready to get started right after this message from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Chap Marigold, the voice of such YouTube classics as NFL Crotch Shots 12 and the How-To Guide for Living at Walmart. And I'm here with an important message from Doritos about the political process. Doritos, let freedom ring this emergency election by eating your body weight in Doritos brand cheese dust. Well folks, it's that time again. Emergency elections are called because the president's a robot. Oh, <laughs> we know it well. And we... Oh, hi, Mr. Marigold. Oh, why, if it isn't little Cranston. I didn't see you there, Cranston. Cranston, I was just telling these nice people about this historic election. 
where for the first time, your vote will be cast automatically based on your shopping history. That's great, Mr. Marigold. That means I don't have to do anything. Whoa there, youngster. I didn't say all that. You still have a choice this election. No, not about who wins or loses. Not even about whether or not you'll vote. No, your choice is about whether you're going to do your part, sit down, and buy something. Buy something? By buying things, you play an important role in our political process. Because in America, people don't make change. Money does! And by exercising your right to choose which of us to give your money to, you are voting. Mr. Marigold, how come does a buying makes democracy? <laughs> Good question. You see, modern ads contain deeply concealed political messages, and we know if you agree with them or not based on involuntary reactions detected by advanced facial recognition technology. Take Doritos, for example. Delicious, barely toxic Doritos. We know that people who exhibit a tight B under eye twitch when shown an ad for the Doritos flavor alt-white cheddar tend to vote for neo-digressionalist Republicrats. Whereas folks who show subdermal lip tremors when shown an ad for sour cream Antifa chips tend to vote anti-referenda denationalist. Why, thanks to our complex algorithms, we know how you'll vote before you do. And we cast that vote so you don't need to waste time writing it on paper like a nerd. It's that simple. That is simple. I understand it. You see, Cranston, you've got a duty to yourself, your family, and the companies who own you to play a part in our political process. So buy something and let politics process you. That's what I do. And let me tell you that Doritos flavors are as bold as ever. This ad is sponsored by the Institute for American Bamboozlement. You're listening to PBNR. And now, it's time for America's Doom God Politics! And here's your celebrity judge, Jim Tucker! Hello, fellow Americans, and welcome to this evening's sham debate. Brought to you by Doritos. I'm Chip Taggart. Tonight's proceedings will be filled with emotional grandstanding, pompous deflection, and vague promises. I have no doubt that later tonight I'll be at home in my tub getting wine drunk and pining for the mediocre times we had in politics a decade ago. And welcome as well to candidates West, Sanders, Superbug, and Mop. Now let's get one thing straight. I'm running this debate and I can shut it down whenever I want. I'm going to ask you a question and you are going to answer it. Not respond to the last person, not aimlessly bloviate, and certainly not digress into a pointless anecdote. You will answer the question. Then the buzzer is going to go off. You will stop speaking when the buzzer goes off. So help me God. I will shut this debate down. Does everyone understand? Well, well you know, it's so complicated. No, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Let's get started. The first question this evening goes to the superbug from Illinois. Dwayne Jeffries of Montclair, Oregon writes, I think climate change is bad. What is your plan to climate change? Bad question. Well, it's a good question. And when people ask me the same question about my plan to revise the tax structure for middle class cigarettes, I tell them time and time again that it won't. And it can't be good enough to say that the question has just become too complicated. My esteemed opponents would have you believe that the question is one in which one could and very well might say that I don't have what they call 
a plan or indeed any idea what we're talking about. But America is a beautiful country. Shut up, shut up, just shut up. No, 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 shut up, shut the hell up. Your time is up and you've squandered it on what I hope is the dumbest answer of the evening. It was a simple question and you blew it. Senator Sanders is the only legal nominee for president on the stage. The next question is yours. Thanks, Chip. Gus Brusto in Fort Splave says, I like hospitals and medicine, but I hate taxes. How are you going to give me hospitals and medicine without taxes? Uh, you know, Chip, I've been asked the same asinine question for nearly 50 years, and I'm just not going to do it anymore. You're not going to answer. Nope. I'd like to respond to the senator's question, if I may. All right, Superbug, you can have the remainder of the senator's time. Gotta regret that. Well, you know, people always ask me, and I always tell them when they say that, for whatever reason, people always will always. I know I don't, but I think it's time America started, don't you? No, 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 ba bad answer, Senator, bad answer. This is a debate, there are no bad answers. It's just about our responses to the questions. No, you're wrong. There are bad answers, and yours was a bad answer. Well, you know, there- Our next question comes from 18-year-old Michaela Ferguson from Norman, Wisconsin. And it's for the mop. Michaela asks, Would you agree that America won't truly be able to address climate change until it confronts the white supremacy inherent in the system? A surprisingly appropriate answer from the mop. I'd like to respond to the mop, if you please. You see, I once knew a man, a wise man, a wise old man, and he once told me that America... No, 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 shut up, shut up, no, no, you're done. You're done. Our next question comes from Toledo, Ohio, and it's for Miss West. Mark Seifer asks, Aren't you just 16 years old, and isn't the legal age to run for president 35? A fair question, Miss West. Well, you see, when I was born, I was born in a time that needed more time, and I absorbed the power of the clocks around me. I speak for them. I, I am a clock. Time cannot restrain me, and I'm just 16, but I'm still restrained by time, you know? And so, I absorbed my time and the time of my father, who is infinite, and so to be infinite is to be clockless. But, but, I, I am a clock. Thank you for that pointless string of words you were so fortunate formed sentences. I'd like to respond to the clock if I may. No, you can't no, no, tell shut up, shut up, what time shut up, shut the hell not... up, that's it, uh, that's it, that's it, D debate's over, yeah. Debate's over, that's right. I'm ending this farce, but I've got one last question, and it's for Bernie Sanders, and it doesn't come from brain face. It comes from me. Mr. Sanders, isn't it true that if we increase taxes on America's richest corporations and households by 15%, we could pay off the deficit, increase welfare for children, and begin the transition to green energy? Uh, well, well, I'd like to answer the question if I may. Oh, me, me, me. I know the answer. It's about mirrors and what's really behind them. No, no, let him speak. Let him speak. Bernie Sanders' response is brought to you by Doritos. Doritos, why have universal health care when you can have a big, big bag of Doritos? Thanks for tuning in to this emergency edition of America's Dupes Got Politics. We'll let you know when the democratic process is finished. You're listening to PBNR. We've all felt like we aren't living up to our potential, like there must be a higher calling. Well, you aren't wrong. The truth is out there. And the truth is lasagna. Lasagnables is a new self-revigorating regiment philosophy imagined by Dr. Richard Plankton to empower your life force. Lasagna is a superfood, and you can be too. 
By signing up for Dr. Plankton's one-step plan for total body wellness, you too can transubstantiate into the bold flavor of real Italian lasagna. Just seal yourself into a combustible Easy Seal lasagna pot and it's as easy as... Don't wait, transcend today with Lasagna Bowl. Folks, that's going to do it for us here at the PBNR Morning Show. The BBC is going to pick it up after the break with global alerts. And don't forget to tune in later to hear the governor's report on the dead and wounded from this week's protests. But before we sign off, let's do the numbers. The Dow Jones Industrial began in the quantum realm, being simultaneously up and down 400 points. Hard to get excited about that. The NASDAQ's quantum wave function has collapsed, down 300 five-eighths of a point up from the national eigenstate, and the S&P had a good week, up 200 five-and-a-quarter points, after a study conducted by Hershey and General Mills concluded that candy is cereal. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.